Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Happy day 20 of the program. My goodness, so it's the weekend here. How's your weekend going? How are you feeling? I'm just trying to get organized. I feel like things are falling apart today. Yes, I'm totally crooked. I'm going to need that. Get that. <laughs> All right, that's the kind of day I'm having. I'm going to be a little bit crooked today. Um, if you got any questions, load them up. Let's get right into them. Um, Science Saturday post is up. So if you're not checking these out, honestly, you're missing out. Um, you, I'm a big believer in having a deeper level of understanding of what I'm doing with anything that I'm doing. Um, and that's why I love these science posts. It talks about the rhyme and the reason behind our approach to weight loss, uh, what we're trying to do here, but also gives you great insight into your body. And it's broken down in a way that just makes sense. It's easy to digest uh, and relates really to where we're at in the program and the process. So the first one was on set point theory, which is what we're trying to do here is move the dial on your set point, your set point where your body has created homeostasis around a certain weight, um, your blood flow, your saturation levels, your body temperature, your metabolism, all of that kind of built in. We talked about this actually with Dr. Pfeiffer yesterday in our conversation with water and sodium levels and such. Um, and what we're trying to do is your body releases fat, right? And this is why plateaus are important, not only lose weight in a healthy way, but give the body time to adjust to your new weight along the way. And this creates a new set point. And so this way people are into losing weight so quickly, but quickly is not sustainable. That doesn't mean that it can't seem like it's happening pretty fast because it's pretty amazing what you can accomplish in a, in a three month period of time. Um, but as you move the dial on your weight and your body works to solidify that weight and you lose it in a healthy way that doesn't immediately reinforce the fact that you need the fat, right? Um, you're lowering the dial on that set point. And so eventually when you reach your goal weight, that's where you want to put time into solidifying that weight. So there's four stages of finally forever like finally forever reach that goal move on with the rest of your life never have to look back never have to worry about weight loss do weird shit ever again um the first stage is losing it right and that's how we're losing it in a healthy sustainable way the the second stage is solidifying the weight that you've lost that's like you've reached your lowest low now you want to put time into helping the body solidify your weight so your new weight becomes your new norm that means you know yeah it doesn't mean you, you can't indulge a few indulgences here or there um you know making sure you're kind of keeping it status quo before you start adding all these foods in or completely go off a routine that's stressing your body out. Um, thank you. Um, and that's, you know, about a couple months, two to three months you put into the, put into that. And then there's like testing the waters, right? This is where you start to live a life without worrying about, you know, what you're eating and when, you know, indulging, being mindful, that kind of thing, you know, getting to trust that your new weight is going to be your new norm. You know, a lot of people, they lose their weight and then they, they, they start freaking out about, oh my God, am I going to sustain it? For, for rightfully so. And then there's that fourth stage, which is wake up, look good, feel good where I'm at. And you just basically go live your life, right? So there's definitely a process to it. So, so not only losing your weight in a sustainable way, um, but really allowing your body to time to adjust to your new weight before you start challenging it and adding all your favorite foods back in and you know what I mean not really worrying about or being mindful in fact once you lose your weight you do want to continue to be mindful today's today's is on digestion 
Um, the basics of digestion, because obviously we're talking weight loss, we're talking about foods, we're talking about processing in, processing out, getting your body the nutrients that it needs from your foods, um, regular bowel movements are super key. Um, you, there's a lot um, that we're learning about your microbiome. We're just really just getting started and people and science are just diving into this, your mind-body connection. You have a second brain in your stomach. I've been saying this forever. People thought it was crazy. Now the science is there behind it where you're, you're literally your brain and your your stomach they're 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 communicating and it's all about messages in the body another great conversation we have with dr pfeiffer um, about peeing and the messages that are happening um, as your sodium levels change and the messages sent to your brain causes your body to react and that's when you go to the bathroom it's all messaging and it's all how the body communicates internally so today's science Saturday is on digestion um, so i highly suggest that you check that out all right let's get into it today good morning good morning good morning hi everyone hi Hi, Carrie. Uh, happy Science Saturday. Good morning to everyone in this amazing community. Also, we also um, have new recipes that we roll out every Saturday, too, as well. So be sure to check those out. Hi, Marilyn. Hi, Patty. Hi, Liz. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Happy Saturday. So happy to join a live. Um, they really are a, ga a game chat for me in terms of staying on track and checking in with myself. Yeah, game changer. Yeah. It's the, all about the routine that you're creating, um, whether it's, you know, waking up in the morning and setting your intentions either in the app or in the book or, you know, you're popping into the group and you're watching that check-in video or you're, you're, you're watching the live. What it's doing is giving you staying power, not me, your routine. And what you're doing is like you're bringing, you know what you need, you want to do and you've set out to accomplish this goal. And then every day you have to make choices that fall in line with you reaching that goal and get you one step closer. So this kind of routine allows you to, or, or, or causes you to bring this whole process to the forefront of your mind and remind you that this is, you're doing this, right? So you're thinking about it and then you're making choices that fall in line with it, you know, and that's, I think why they're super effective. I do also think that there's so much more to weight loss than just what you're eating and when there's like, Again, you'll hear me say it a million times, working through your issues and associations, busting through old habits, creating new ones, um, you know, your belief system, your belief that your body hates you, that you're never going to be able to do this. Even if you reach your goal, you're going to gain it all back. But here you are still being hopeful, still working towards it, you know. Um, the number one thing I can say is that there is zero science. You want to talk about science. There is zero science to support that it's impossible for anyone to lose weight. Um, there's things that can make it more difficult and challenging <laughs> for sure, but your body doesn't want this fat. And, and even if you have health issues, it's because of those health issues that your body doesn't want to store this extra fat. If your body has stored this extra fat, it's because of messages uh, that you are sending and it is receiving, going long periods of time without eating, that it gives your body no choice but to dip into your emergency fat reserve because it's got to get energy from somewhere if you're not giving it the energy, right? And that reinforces the need for your body to store fat right there. Every time you overeat a large amount of food, um, you know, and your, your insulin levels go up and that's kind of what's problematic with it, your body's like, why are you eating all of this food? Like your body doesn't understand why you're eating past what you need above and beyond. Um, 
Um, so it can only assume you are looking to gain weight. You know, in the past, historically, um, you know, wintertime would come, people would want to gain weight. Your body's, your vitamin D levels drop. You know, you're in the fall, in the spring, you, you plant your seeds, you grow your food in the summer, in the fall, you, you harvest it, you eat it. Do you know what I mean? Your body's inclined to, okay, we're, eat, we're overeating, let's store this fat. The body works on a very primitive level. Um, so it's the messages, high stress, you know, uh, reinforces and not giving your body enough good fat reinforces the need for it to store fat. So um, losing weight, you know what I mean? All of it, forcing your body to burn fat by starving and restricting and depriving and ignoring all of that. Um, those are all the messages that your body receives to reinforce the fact that it needs to store fat. And so this is why the first few weeks of the program is so important because we're, 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 we're trying to send the opposite message. We are giving you more of what you need rather than less. You know what I mean? I'm drinking the water, I'm eating the food, I'm I'm doing all the things I can to to reassure this body that it no longer needs the to store fat. Um, so that's a big part of the process is just all that, all that messaging. And so that's why I think these conversations are so important um, because of all those things. Because we use food for so many things too. Like food is so important and intertwined, intertwined in our lives. You know, some of you are straight up foodies and you love food. Some of you love to cook. So that gets really, um, that's tricky when you're trying to, you know, not restrict, because obviously this isn't about restricting, because you can still cook and spend time in the kitchen. Um, you know, when you overeat foods because you just love the foods, right? But if you're a foodie, there can kind of be this kind of sadness feeling that creeps in that you're no longer able to indulge in what you really love. Um, you can still have it, you know what I mean? But maybe not indulge of it and overeat it and you've got to be mindful of it. Now, if that is you, I, I promise you we will circle back around to a place where mentally you're going to enjoy the foods that you're eating just as much, if not more so. Your taste buds are going to be more enhanced. You're going to be in tune for to your body's needs. You're going to walk away from your foods feeling satisfied, you know, and feeling really good about that experience, which just really enhances your experience. Um, we know we use food for, for so many things to bond with our families and to show love is a big one and to celebrate is a big one. So there's a lot of it and there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of memories and histories and habits tied into how we use food. It's a lot about breaking those, um, which is really interesting. Trust is such a big one too. Trust is such a big one. So that's what these are. I'm hoping that you are, I'm just throwing everything at you with these, like with these lives. You ask a question, you make a comment. I, I'm in my brain, I'm bringing up every kind of, um, you know, situation where I've had these conversations or, you know, kind of using my experience and throwing shit at you, hoping something sticks and you have that aha moment. Oh yeah, I do that. Oh yeah, this is happening. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? That's what really this is all about. Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. people from all over. I love. It. Yeah, we're in. We're in fifty. We're in over fifty countries. I think fifty-two countries last group. So we are. Everyone's talking in the in the live today from where they're at. We are. Uh, we are in about fifty-two countries. Last time I checked, and growing. So probably more group over group over group. We tend to expand worldwide. Um, so we have a lot of people. Um, um, this is why you know the program. It's important also to have flexibility. Like people are different cultural backgrounds. You know different access to different kinds of foods. That's what I love about the program and trying to make it as 
as accessible as possible. It's designed around that as well, right? To to be able to factor in, you know, um, you know, even things like food sensitivities. You know, if you can't have this or you can't have that, you know, just to to really make it as accessible for everyone to be successful. Hi, Nadine. Um, those doubts, uh, some always. Um, good morning. Those doubts somehow always creep up, but I keep telling myself, Gina and many others have done it, sustain the weight loss, so I will keep showing up. Yeah. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Um, so I woke up this morning. Um, I'm not here to convince anyone, right? Um, there's been some comments made. I'm trying to sell stuff. You know, I'm trying to dupe people. I'm trying to convince people, stuff like that. At the end of the day, I, I woke up this morning thinking, I'm not trying to do any of that. I'm just trying to really help people lose weight in a sustainable way and legit um, never have to worry about weight loss again. And I know that may seem too good to be true, but honestly, you want to talk about if I'm in it for money, it's a sustainable business method. There's a lot of people who need to lose weight. I'm not worried about what's going to happen in my business. I'm trying to make more money, more money, more money. I figure the more people I help lose weight and sustainably, man, that is the ticket right there. It's not even on losing it. It's maintaining. If I can prove that the Livy method is a sustainable, maintainable method for weight loss, Woo! Man, hand me the Nobel Prize. Honest to goodness, because that is the ticket. It's in it's not in you losing it and gaining it, losing it, coming back, which other diets have based their whole business model on. You know what I mean? It's really in having you lose your weight and move on. Um, we will be highlighting um our members who have lost weight and been successful, we have all of our team bios um, as well um, that you can read over and whatnot. I had someone in the last weight loss group, well, if, you're, if your program works for maintenance, where are these people? I'm like, they're in the maintenance group or they're living their lives. They're not in this group. This is a weight loss group. Why would they be here? Um, we do have, we're going to break down maintenance for you at the end, and we do have a whole maintenance group where we're having these conversations over there. Um, you know, I've been helping people lose weight for 30 years. I'm, I mean, I'm living proof that you can sustain your weight after losing it um, but you know we do what we're very mindful to not constantly doing before and afters and you know all of that because it's just the, the reality is you can lose your weight in a healthy way and move on that's actually normal it's it's normal if you lose your weight in a healthy way and in a way where you're in tune to your body's needs that you of course you should be able to live a life without having to and also being aware of what caused you to gain that weight in the first place long periods of time without eating lack of sleep dieting all of those things like well I'm trying to give you the tools that you're going to need to yes lose your weight in a healthy way physically mentally um, and and yes be able to maintain it mindfully but also be aware of how to not how to not you know gain weight like you know what I mean like you're, you're gonna know like after you do a program like mine if you gain 20 pounds you you know like at what point did you not notice that you were gaining 20 pounds and at what point did you not do something about it now it happens all the time that people do lose weight and they start to gain it back because their situation changes um, you know life hits them in the face they can't prioritize themselves they they get into stress they fall back into old habits because it's those habits that mental part man you can get to a place where physically you've lost the weight and and mentally you have to keep working that's one of the big conversations that we're having in the maintenance group which is so cool the maintenance group is where you want to get to whether you want to get into the actual group or not maintenance is where you want to go we are going to give you all we're not holding back we're giving everything that you need to know to successfully maintain your weight in the end whether you join our group or not you don't have to and and heads up if you don't know anything about it it's 75 dollars for like the rest of your life it's that's that's where we're at with the maintenance program um you pay 75 dollars it gets you in the door and then that's it 
that's it. Then you have ongoing access to a whole team of people answering any questions that you have. You know what I mean? Um, but it's hard because a lot of people will future trip. This is what I'm talking about. This is people will future trip now and freak themselves out because of what happens in the future. Well, why am I working so hard? I'm not going to lose this weight anyway. Even if I do lose the weight, I'm going to get it all back. And then that's going to really hold you back. A lot of people future trip and ask about what's going to happen in maintenance now before they even got close to that. Because I get all those doubts that you're bringing. You're, you're doubting. You're not trusting. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's uh, it's part of the process, right? It, it really is part of the process. This is where you got to work through those. and And this is where we're trying to show you that, like, I'm, this is where transparency is really important on my part. I'm not promising you the world. I'm straight up telling you some of you will have a really hard time losing weight. Well, we're going to be here to answer your questions and make sure that you lose weight as much as possible and you are successful in the end, right? Um, we really have real conversations about weight loss, the journey. We talk to people on, so we're going to start these um, Spill the Tea segments, which are, I cannot wait to get to. And they're not just all people that, oh, I'm, I'm so successful. It was so easy. Nah, man. We're going to highlight people who've struggled. We're going to highlight people who had to lose a lot of weight, some people who only had to lose a little uh, smaller amounts of weight. Um, you know, we're going to have those hard conversations because I think that's what, what helps. One of the most important things you can do, God, there's so many important things you can do. <laughs> I guess that's my saying of this group, um, is to read the comments from our returning members. That's why I love the lives. Like it's not your job to read over all the questions that people are asking to find answers, but there's a lot of insight to these lives. If you have access to the video versions in the group, because I know a lot of people are just list listening by way of podcast, is to actually read some of the comments that our returning members are making. So insightful. On Monday, we are going to do this post called um, Words of Encouragement. And so this is where we do a call to our returning members to share their advice to our new members. So if you're a new member and you're dealing with those doubts or, you know, not sure or whatever that might be, or even if you're a returning member and they're creeping up, be sure to check out that post. All right, let's get into more of these questions. Still not losing. Okay. Totally normal. Totally normal. And you're going to hear me. You're going to get so fucking frustrated with me saying that a million times. I'm going to be saying this right into week six, week seven. Now, week seven, you're not losing anything. There might be a bit of a concern, but it is so still normal to have not lost one pound. I'm not concerned. I know you are concerned. I will try to tell you as many times as possible that it's not a concern. Um, I would never say, do you have to understand the pressure of helping 28,000 people successfully lose weight? Cause that's how many people we have following along with us. Do you understand the pressure of that? Do you know what I mean? I'm a real person. I live, uh, in, I live in a house and in a community. I see people doing my program all the time. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I'm not some, somebody in la la land inaccessible to people. Um, do you know what I mean? Where people can't find me. They never going to see me and I'm locked in some gated community. You know, I, I see people all the time. I need this to work for them. I need this to work for them. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't lie to you. So it is totally normal. Um, still not losing. Feel like it's all the food, but I'm still here and we'll continue on the journey. Okay. So you, so this is what I'm talking about. So you feel like it's all the food and you're, you're entitled. I get that. But you know, the program works and the food plan works and you know, you're probably the, in terms of not how many people I've, and this is not a toot my horn. This is, this is trying to reinforce belief, right? This is trying to, to put your mind at ease. Um, we've, we've helped, we've had over a hundred thousand people run through the living method in the last couple of years, over a hundred thousand people. So you're, you're not going to be the person that we can't help right now. Now you, and it's way too early to tell it's way too early at this point for you to even know, 
but there could be some underlying issues that you're dealing with. There could be digestive issues, which just following the program will, you'll see improvements. You won't even have to do anything other than what you're doing because the program accounts for things that make it difficult for people to lose weight. Inflammation can make it difficult for people's bodies to focus on fat loss. The whole program, all the healthy foods, the nutrient rich foods, all of it is designed. And even the supplements we're suggesting that you don't have to get, um, can help with inflammation. Um, so there's health issues maybe that, you know, they're not getting in the way you have to deal with them and factor them in and and work with them right in, in order to help your body be able to focus specifically on fat loss when you have them so there are things there's the four main reasons why your body your weight might be slower to move right um, and we're gonna go over those we're gonna have dr. Paul come back in week five we're gonna talk about those like you know gut you gut issues and hormones and you know um, inflammation in the body and whatnot there's actually a post on this it's in the book because um, this is a real thing for some people and it's but a, very rare and few and far between. Um, but we want to make sure every single person gets across that line. You know, most people are just losing weight, just fine, going through the program, never will ask a question. The majority of people doing the Living Method or participating in our group program will never ask a question. And then there's a small percentage that creates comments and asks questions, which creates the whole vibe and community. Do you know what I mean? And it, it sometimes it seems like we're really hyper-focused on people who aren't doing well or, you know, need help. And that seems like it's a lot of people. It's just like, no, our goal and our mission is to make sure every single person gets across that finish line. So we know there are thousands of people just going through the program and then they're at the end of the program they're like that was so easy I love it thanks a lot blah 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 off the, off they go do you know what I mean so we, we tend to focus right especially right now in the beginning right and that's why we want to give you this information but it is way too early for you to even know um, if you are dealing with any of those issues because it is so normal for you not to have lost weight at this point um, it, it is not how quickly you lose in the beginning or how quickly you lose in the uh, uh, how 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 quickly you lose in the beginning or not quickly you lose in the beginning, zero indication of how successful you will be. Absolutely zero. I know what you're doing. You're marking off your calendars, right? And you have your gold number at the end. And every day that goes by, you're like, oh my God, I'm not losing my weight. And now two weeks have gone by and I haven't lost any weight, which means that and at the end, I'm going to have to lose this much weight and whatever, whatever. Like we've had people on our own team not lose one pound until week seven. Anna, I'm my director of group operations, which you're going to hear, she's going to join us for Spill the Tea. She's lost over 100 pounds. In her first group, she didn't lose, she didn't lose any till week seven. Didn't lose any till week seven. And um, Lee uh, Lafore, one of our other program specialists, same thing. Didn't lose anything till week seven. I think she went on to 30 plus pounds in the back end, you know. Um, so, and you can read their stories. They're, they're in our team bios. And that's just the reality for some people. So I know if you stick stick around, you show up, um, you're going you're gonna to get there. But, you know, it's all about sticky, sticking around and showing up. That's why I had that post yesterday. As long as you keep showing up, you can't mess it up. And then some people went on it and they're like, well, yeah, but I'm not losing yet. I mean, you're missing the whole fucking message. It's not, it's not like it, the whole message is as long as you keep showing up for yourself and every single day working towards your goals and making choices that are falling in line, you're going to get there. I didn't say keep showing up for a week and you, you, you reach your goals. No, as long as you keep showing up for yourself, you don't give up on yourself. You're going to get there because there's no reason why you can't, you know? So 
So good morning. I keep reading about ask yourself the four questions. What are the four questions? So this is something we're going to talk about next week, week three. You can read ahead in the book if you want. Four questions are how we start to address portions. So before you even eat your portion. So right now you've been following the food plan, eating dissatisfaction. You're probably noticing that your portions are naturally starting to decrease. Um, if they haven't, that's okay. They're going to. This way you got to be super consistent. Consistent, make your foods nutrient rich, eat all your food to satisfaction. If you haven't been eating your food to satisfaction and you're under eating because you're afraid of all the food, you won't get to that point where your, your, your portions are naturally adjusting. Let me say that again. This is how honest I'm being because a lot of people will do this. If you haven't been following along, hitting all your meals and snacks, and there's still time to pull it together, still time to pull it together, but heed my warning. So if you haven't been eating all your meals and snacks, you've been skipping them because you now skipping them because you're having, you're, you're try, still trying to figure out the routine and life is getting in the way. That's all about progress over perfection and kind of bringing it together. And we're really work on that being that consistency. Next week it's called consistency um, and boredom to the point of boredom. Um, and if you've been skipping purposely meals and snacks, right, or you've been under eating and not eating to satisfaction because you're afraid it's too much food or you're afraid of eating food or whatever, you're missing out on allowing your body to adjust to the food plan sooner rather than later, and you're missing out on your portions naturally decreasing. And that's what it's designed to do. And so if you are getting in the way of that and you're still counting and weighing and measuring and you're under eating and skipping meals and snacks or hungry for breakfast but not eating it because you think eating less is going to get you more, you're totally missing out on that opportunity to have those portions naturally adjust. So that's step one. Give the body everything that it needs. Allow the body to adjust to that. And what you're going to notice, your portions are going to naturally start coming down. You're coming down. You're also going to notice you're more in tune. You're going to start being hungrier, which is not a bad sign, not a sign you're starving, none of those things. It means your body's actually telling you that you're hungry. It's communicating with you. What's really cool about that is on the back end of that, it's going to tell you when you're full. It's going to tell you when you've had enough. It's going to tell you when you're satisfied as well. It's going to tell you when you're thirsty. It's going to tell you when you're hungry. It's going to tell you when you're tired. It's going to tell you, it's going to start communicating with you, which is what you want. You want to strengthen that mind-body connection. Do you know what I mean? So that's all part of it. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. So the next part of that is being so super routine. It's just routine and your body comes to trust it and rely on it and get used to it. And this is where you'll like start to feel really great. You're like, oh man, I feel amazing. This is good. I'm sleeping better, feeling better, pooping better, all this stuff really aligning. Maybe your weight hasn't dropped yet, but your body is changing. You're noticing non-scale victories or maybe your weight is dropping and you are noticing that. And then this is where week three is all about getting in tune to our portions. Really after making these change, bringing awareness to how our body's responded so far, allowing the body to calm down 
down from the changes. This is where we start getting in tune and being mindful about the foods we are eating, the portions that we are having, and how that is affecting how we're feeling, which is really cool. So the, what we do is we take your food before you even eat it. So whether you portion it out yourself or you're being served with it, whatnot, you're going to look at that food and you're going to say, how is this portion for me? So let's say I eat all of this right now, how I'm going to feel. And some of you are like going to be like, what? Like my body's not going to tell you. I, I, I kind of like, I explain this by the same thing of being in a buffet line or, you know, being in a line of like, you know, you're at a family and you're, you're, you're putting food on your plate. It's a, it's a, you know, potluck buffet and you're going around, you have your plate, right? Plates empty and you are putting stuff on the plate. There gets to a point where you recognize it's way too much food, right? You know, okay, this is way too much food. I may not stop you from piling more on there, right? Do you know what I'm saying? I may not stop you from eating it, but there is a moment where you're like, okay, this is, this, you look at your, you're like, this is. This is way too much. Like, this is way too much. Oh, my God. We eat it anyway, but there's that point. So it's all about getting even in tune to that, even more in tune to that, right? Because at the end of this, we want your body to tell you when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. We, we don't, you, it's not, when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat is not something you can count, you can weigh, and you can measure. That's what's so fucked up up about the diet industry and counting calories and weighing your food and measuring and your macros and your micros like oh, it's just it's, it's so outside of yourself that's why no one's successful when it comes to sustaining and maintaining your weight how do you su sustain something that's why you gotta be mindful strength that mind body connection so that's the first question now right you may, you may get like oh that's too much you may get oh that's not enough or you may get i don't know my body's not even telling me or that seems about right then you're going to start eating because if i was to ask you now how do you know when you're satisfied how do you know when you're satisfied how do you know when you've eaten enough food that really trips a lot of people up especially if you're new to the program how do you know when you've eaten enough food do you just go to the restaurant and eat it all are you just whatever you're served you eat you eat do you give it a thought at all to how much food you are eating? Or do you just keep eating until you are, your belly is full and you got to undo your pants? Like what, what causes you to know when you've had enough, right? I know it's really, it's gonna, right? It's a mind F. So second question, second set of questions. I'm starting to eat. How am I feeling? Am I feeling any effects of eating? And am I starting to get full? Do I feel like I could eat more? What if I was to stop eating now, right? And then the third question, how did I know when I was done? What were the cues? What, what's causing me to be done? And this is where a lot of you are gonna to start to deal with food waste issues, first of all, and not being able to leave. You're gonna realize how you can't even leave food on your plate because you've been taught from a very young age to just eat everything on your plate. Right? So this is going to really mess you up. Food waste issues, but get some Tupperware, put that shit away after you're done, whatever you need to do. Portion out last, eat it. If you have to go back for seconds, have more. Um, and then the fourth question is, um, how do you feel 10, 15 minutes later what, after you walk away when your body starts to now process and digest that food? Because um, that's, that's the difference. Because sometimes you can eat to satisfaction. When you think you're satisfied, 10, 15 minutes later, you walk away. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so full. So I'll tell you what happens to me and how I know is that whenever I eat my food, um, and, and Tony pointed it out. I'm not going to get into the story of how he pointed it out because I've, I've told it a million times. Um, the, but what now I know, and once he pointed it out, I was aware. So I will eat food. And then when I've had enough, I will literally put my utensils down sit back and take a deep breath. That's my cue. And I know, and I, I, I'm so aware of it that sometimes it really pisses me off because when the food is really yummy, I'm like, oh no, like this is so good, but I know 
If I go back in and I keep eating, I'm going to walk away feeling full. That that's a that's a given. I I, I make so if I go if I make a choice to pick my utensils back up and eat more of it, I have to also understand and be okay with I'm going to feel uncomfortably full. And I make this choice a lot. I make this choice a lot to walk away from a meal being like, oh my God, I ate so much. But what I don't do is then be like, oh my God, why did I eat that? I'm such a loser. I'm, I'm so fat. I'm never going to lose my weight. And why did I do this? And I, tomorrow I got to starve myself. And okay, I'm not going to eat anything tomorrow. Then I wake up the next day and I get on the scale. Like, oh my God, I'm a loser. And I'm so fat. I'm this and whatever. What I don't do is that. What I do is, oh my gosh, oh, hashtag worth it. That's where I want you to get to, right? So if you're indulging and you're not at that place where you have that thing and you're going to hear a lot of our returning members are getting to that place, that's where you hear a lot of them say, like, oh, I had the meal last night. I totally ate. It was amazing. Do you know what I mean? Back at it today. It's totally worth it. That's because they're at that place. And that's where you mentally you got to get to. If you do choose to overindulge, first of all, you want to make sure you enjoy the food, not be like, oh my God, I'm eating. I'm horrible. I'm eating. I shouldn't be eating this. But it'd be like, oh my God, I'm eating this. It's so good. I want more. Do you know? And being able to like, and this is part of awareness too. This is why this process is not all about being perfect because there are going to be times where you're going to indulge. So what? So you indulge. It's not going to stop you from reaching your goal. It's, so what you want to do to, is take it as a learning opportunity. Did it give you everything that you wanted to? Because a lot of times we fantasize about foods being so yummy and delicious. Then we, when we actually, it's the anticipation of having them that we really enjoy, not actually eating them. And then we make that connection that, oh, it's not as great as I thought. And then when you also connect with the negative dialogue and like the, the, what happens afterwards, right? This like getting on yourself, berating yourself, whatever, how you're feeling the next day. When you're connecting that, was that really worth it? Did that bring joy to you? Did you really enjoy that? Like, did you really enjoy eating this thing for 30 seconds and then berating yourself for 24 hours afterwards? Like, how is that working for you? Did it really bring you joy? Now, I want you to get to a place where if you do love food and you love that thing that you're eating, I want it to bring you joy. I want you to taste it, enjoy it. That was amazing. And then just move on from it, right? Because it's like you're all in our cars and we're on that road to Disneyland. It's a long drive. Having something, indulging in something is just like being in a traffic jam, you know, hitting a roadblock, a detour. Like it's not, you, you just keep driving, you keep going forward. You just, you know, make the next meal or snack choice. You get up the next day and you get back at it. Like they don't set you back, right? Like indulging in something, having something that's not on plan. I hate that on plan, off plan term. I try to avoid it as much as possible. It's just about choices that you're making. Um, we're also going to talk about maximizing too. This is a great, if you have it, um, we're going to talk about maximizing. Maximizing is all of the other things that you can do besides food, the water and supplements, uh, to be proactive with this process. Things that you may not be thinking about, like, um, um, managing your stress, right? Not having it go away, but you know, helping your body manage. Take some deep, take some deep breaths, Gina. <laughs> um, getting better sleep. We have a sleep expert, Anna McGinn, coming on uh, next Tuesday morning. She's freaking fabulous. So many amazing, great tips. We're going to talk about the importance of sleep. Working hand in hand with your doctors. If you do have health issues, doing all the things that you can do to help your body address those health issues. Um, so there's so many things. Moving your body. There's like so many. We have a whole list of 20 things. It's actually in the book if you have the book, and it's actually in. The the app too if you if you if you go into maximizing search maximizing in the app so you go down to the bottom you click the search icon and then it'll bring
bring up all the guides, click the browse all section or go to the, the search bar at the top and put in maximizing. And literally all of the posts about maximizing will come up, including this amazing, um, like whole, I don't know where it is in the book. I'm trying to find it. Uh, 20 questions checklist. I think we have it in week four. Um, 20 questions, uh, checklist, um, which is really super cool. Oh, it's week three. It's next week. We talk about it next week. Um, maximizing your efforts checklist pages 128 and it's got a whole checklist. Look at all this. If you can see it, if you're watching the video, these are all little checks that you can do. Um, like, are you getting uh, deep quality sleep? Have you visited the Let's Talk Stress and Sleep post? Are you fostering good sleep habits? Are you avoiding blue light? Are you staying off screens? Are you avoiding stimulants like TV and the phone? Are you, are you dimming and adjusting your lights? Do you have a nighttime routine? Are you helping your body prepare for sleep by eating earlier in the evening? Are you making an effort to go to bed earlier? Are you taking naps when needed? Are you taking an Epsom salt bath to help your body relax? Are you having sleep issues, snoring, gasping? Have you reached out to an expert? Are you reducing your caffeine, right? Like, there's so many things. I could go on and on and on and on and on. Like the food plan, um, are you following the program? to the best of your ability day in day out um have you watched the six key videos that break down the rhyme and the reason the food plan have you even watched the food plan do you even know what you're doing here and why are you just kind of like just going with it thinking that you know and trying to you know do what you think you need to do like know what you need to know and ask all the questions that you need uh the living method food plan detox the scale weight loss what about hunger are you eating all the meals and snacks are you having token amounts of snacks when you're not hungry or just skipping them. Do you know what I mean? Are you following the order of the food plan? Are you mixing things up? Are you eating your meals and snacks 30 minutes to three and a half hours apart? Are you checking into the Living Method app and the support group every single day? Are you keeping up with the promise to yourself to do this and get this done? Do you know what I mean? Do you even believe that you're going to be here at the end? Like that can be problematic. Like if I say to you right now, do you believe that you have what it takes to be here at the end? Are you going to stick around? Or is it like, well, I'm going to see. I don't know. You know what I mean? Because I'm telling you right now, you want to be successful. That's what it's going to take. Even if you lose your weight halfway through, you still want to stick around to the end because it's not just losing it. It's solidifying it. It's doing, making the changes that are going to support it. You know, like some of you straight up and trying to lose weight for 20 plus years, it's going to take more than a couple weeks to lose your weight in a sustainable, maintainable way, in a way that you're actually going to be able to move on for the rest of your life. What was the question even? Oh yeah. The question was over the four questions. Ah, there's so much I want you to know and you need to know and we want to talk about that's why I kind of get carried away sometimes and get off on all these topics um so those are the four questions um they're going to help you figure out what satisfaction means to you and so you also need to understand which is so super cool that what you need in terms of portions will change every day so one day you might need one egg to feel satisfied in the morning maybe with some fruit or some veggies and stuff on the side not just a boiled egg i hope that you're eating more than just a boiled egg but if you're not hungry a boiled egg works fine um, and then one day you might need the next day three eggs to feel satisfied and then maybe the next day you're not even hungry for breakfast so you don't eat anything like this is also why calories don't make sense because your body's needs literally change day to day. You'll have days that you're more active, days that you're more stressed, days that your body's working harder on repairing and rebuilding, so you might need more food. This way people will add in exercise like, oh, I hate exercising. It causes me to be hungry. I'm like, okay, well, if you're exercising and your body's telling you to eat more, then it probably needs more. So what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Just because you're eating more food when you're exercising doesn't mean that you're going to gain weight. It means that you're, you're exercising, you're, you're ripping and tearing your muscles. Your body's working hard to repair and rebuild those muscles. You're increasing your muscle mass, which can increase your metabolism. So maybe, maybe your body's just letting you know you need a little more something. Do you know what I mean? And also, as you get in tune, right, you become more in tune. So again, that really loud clear hunger signal doesn't necessarily equate to more food. It equates to your body being clear about letting you know that you should start thinking about eating. That's what hunger is. So have you watched the hunger video? So 
Hunger is your body, again, it's all about homeostasis and levels, right? Where your glycogen stores are at. Like what's, what's good for you to sustain your body? What it needs in terms of reserves in order to sustain your body. And so when your glycogen stores start to deplete, your body says, sends a signal to remind you, hey, you might want to think about eating. But your body knows it's going to take you time to find food because food in our lives hasn't always been accessible. I can go upstairs and open my cupboard, open my fridge. It hasn't always been like that for us. You got to find your food. You got to prepare your food and then you got to eat the food and then your body has to process and digest the food which can take hours right so your body's giving you a massive major heads up on hey you might want to start thinking about eating now low blood sugar or your body like you, you know um it's really low blood low blood sugar in that this this time of year um with eating so often shouldn't really be a thing you might notice fluctuations in your energy levels but you know in the summertime when it's really 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 hot and you're overtaxed and you just, you feel like you're tanking and you're draining, you know, and then you need that juice or something to give you a, a heads up. You know, that's a little different. But you're going to pick, you're going to pick up on those changing fluctuations and the fact that your body's needs literally change day to day to day. So hunger is your body's like, Hey, hunger's like this. Hey, um, I see based on our energy, our glycogen stores that you might want to start thinking about eating and that you're like, okay, yep, I need to think about eating. So maybe if you're, you know, if your, your lunch was still a couple hours away, this is where you might be like, oh, let me have it a little bit earlier. Right. Um, sometimes your body will be like, Hey, you should start thinking about eating. And this is where you say, Hey, I just did. This is why sometimes you're hungry right after you eat. Hey, I just did. If you just wait like 10, 15 minutes, you, I, you, that food is going to kick in. My body's going to start processing and digesting it. And then I, you know what I mean? So, so sometimes that's why you eat food and then you're hungry right after because your body's still just checking in with you, not actually registering that you ate food. That's why we ask that fourth question 10, 15 minutes later. Um, and then, um, and then there's at night, for example, there's like you, you, your body starts pumping melatonin when it's dark, right? It's, it's winding you down. Your metabolism slows down in the evening. You're not as hungry in the evening because your body's shutting you down to get ready for sleep that it needs to repair and rebuild to make change. But guess what? If you're still awake at 11 o'clock and you're watching TV and you're stimulating your brain, your brain's going to be like, hey, I see that you're still up. Um, if you're going to stay up, you should probably think about eating because, you know, like, and this is where you need to say, thanks, not doing anything, just lying in bed. Um, I'm going to sleep, so I don't need to eat. Because if you did eat, that food is going to take hours to process, digest, and break down into usable energy. So at 11 o'clock at night, if your body tells you that you're hungry, if you did eat, you're, you're waking, first of all, you're really waking your body up. You're forcing it to digest food that you don't need. And then it's going to take literally hours to process and digest before you can even use that energy. So this is why watching that hunger video and reading that hunger post is important to kind of understand that hunger means a variety of different things, you know, on any given day, depending on where you're at, you know. So, so that's a big part of that, the, that four questions too is getting in tune to that. Um, where are we? I finally done blood work and need to restart thyroid meds. Is there anything I need to do differently in week four and beyond now that my thyroid will actually be working? Love this. This is why you got to work hand in hand with your doctor. Program works really great for people with thyroid issues. A lot of times they have to get their meds decreased, sometimes increased because your metabolism is increasing depending on where you're at in addressing. They can go up for your need before they calm down. Um, if you're coming, if you take thyroid meds and a lot of times people will start the program on thyroid meds and then they'll feel amazing. 
and their body will be changing, scale be dropping, and then all of a sudden they'll get to a point where they don't feel great and it feels like a fight. If it feels like a fight, generally there's something off, something needs to be tweaked, your body is missing something. This should not feel like a fight. Your body is not fighting you. Your body loves this influx of food. It loves that you're getting hydrated. It loves that we're going to be helping it focus on fat loss. It's going to love that. So if it feels like a fight, a lot of times when you're forcing it, if you're, if you're not eating enough, if you're not consistent, it can seem like you're forcing it, right? Um, if it feels like you're forcing it and there's a bit of a fight, that a lot of times is where people will head to their doctor and find that they need to get their medication adjusted, usually lowered. But the, this is adding in medication and adding in anything new can be disruptive just by making changes in the diet can, can cause your weight to go up in the beginning, not real weight gain. It's just as your body adjusts. That's why I love week three. Things are starting to adjust at this point to calm down. So now you can really get in tune with your body on a whole other level and really see what's happening here. Um, so when you add a new medication in, like now, it's going to be disruptive. So your weight might go up. It's not going to be real weight gain. It'll settle back down. Your body will factor that medication, which is why it's so freaking amazing, into its day-to-day and how your body functions. And that's what you want. You want to be, that's why you want to be consistent with medications because you need to factor into how your body functions on a day-to-day basis. Some of them cause nutrient deficiencies, so you want to adjust to that. Some of them cause, um, you know, some of them cause low sodium levels, for example, from our conversation with Dr. Pfeiffer on Friday. So this is why you want to make sure you're doing all the things that you can to support your health issues. So, so for example, if you have, so there's nothing you need to do. Now, recognize your body might need some time to adjust, you know, some days, maybe a week to adjust to you adding in a new medication, but your body still, with adding this in, will want you to be as healthy as, ha- healthy as possible, right? Again, this is why it's such a great idea to be working hand-in-hand with your doctors along the way. Um, great to get blood work as a baseline if you haven't got it done, just sort of see where you're at and whatnot, you know? Um, but you don't have to, so if you have thyroid issues, if you have hormonal issues, if you have heart issues, here's what I would do. Um, if you, if you're dealing with mental health issues, go seek a therapist. If you're dealing with hormone issues, go see a hormone expert. If you are seeing, if you have thyroid issues, right, which are hormones, same thing. Um, what I would do is go find someone who like Carrie, there's a girl, Carrie Vitt, for example, that I love on uh, Facebook and Instagram and she has thyroid issues. And so she's into foods that you can cook and have and things that you can do to support your thyroid. Now you obviously want to have them fall in line with the program and plan, which, you know, she's also suggests high protein in the, in the morning for breakfast. Now, I, I, I suggested for one reason specifically focused on, on weight loss. She, she suggested for another reason to support high, thyroid health, right? But this is where you can kind of like go learn more about whatever it is that you're dealing with and take, like she talks about good foods, like good, good vegetables, like the, you know, that are beneficial. So maybe incorporate some of those vegetables into the food plan for your veggies, for your lunch or for your dinner. Do you know what I mean? Um, supplements maybe that can be beneficial for your thyroid to support your thyroid that you can add in above. The ones that I suggest are more make or break when it comes to actually your body being able to focus specifically on fat loss. But that doesn't mean that there are other things that you can do and stuff that you can take to help support any health issues that you have. So that's always a great idea. Like it's pretty amazing on it's like my program is like get healthy 101 because you need your body healthy 101 to be able to focus on fat loss right my program was originally designed as when I couldn't lose weight to realize that eating more often all of a sudden I was losing weight you know exercising less losing weight understanding digestion helping my body without losing weight like so I these are the things that I've come to realize can be beneficial and a lot of times when people do diets 
or try to lose weight, they do this and they, they do that and they do this and they do that and they do this and they do that. They're always switching things up and doing this and that, 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 that. And what we're going to do is take all of the things that you can possibly do and put them all into the same umbrella and have them all work together to actually like, and consistently, consistently enough and for long enough that your body can actually make change under that umbrella, giving it the resources, that getting it the resources that you're giving it, right? So, so that's a great idea to be able to, um, like, yeah, I see Trudy incorporate the Mediterranean diet with works really hard for heart health. So there are certain foods that are beneficial, um, given certain, um, health issues and whatnot that you're dealing with. You still want to follow the same base program, but also why I love the flexibility of what you get to choose a lunch, choose whatever vegetables you want, choose whatever protein works for you. Do you know what I mean? If you want to avoid saturated fats and meats, then, you know, you can choose proteins that don't have those and go more plant-based. Do you know what I mean? So this is why there's this, this is a great base of a program. It is specifically designed for weight loss and getting your body to focus on that. But that doesn't mean that you can't take it to a whole other level by cross-referencing all the things that you can do to be beneficial with your own individual health issues and circumstances, dietary needs, cultural needs, all that kind of stuff. This is how, as we go, we're going to build on this conversation that you want to follow the program as designed, but there's a lot of wiggle room to, to personalize it. And this isn't like switching up your meals and snacks. It's, you know what I mean? Because you have to be very careful because sometimes just people end up doing their own thing. And my thing is what really works really well. And you know what I mean? Like chances are if you, your thing was working, you wouldn't need to be here. No disrespect or anything, right? But this is sort of where we help you make it more individual to your needs. And that's what that's all about. Being in tune to your body's needs. What, what's going to work for you? Like again, right down to recipes. We have recipes for those of you who love to cook. If you don't have to cook. Don't have to. You need to keep your food super simple, keep it plain. If you have um, cultural preferences and the kinds of foods that you're cooking, great. You know what I mean? You can add whatever spices and flavors and cook your food however you like at the end of the day as long as you're getting those components. If you have dietary needs, if you're gluten, can't do dairy, any of those things, um, don't eat meat, none of those, the program easily accommodates all of those, right? So this is where you have to find, figure things out and what really works best for you in terms of the choices that you're making. Um, but working hand in hand with your healthcare provider is super beneficial. Like mental health, like man, if this, this program, big part of this, especially week four, is all about bringing up, purposely bringing up issues and associations tied in and around food. There's some big fields you're going to have to work through to really get to that finally and forever place, right? That calm around food, in tune to your body's needs, super mindful, just relaxed, chill, just moving on, right? To get to that place, there's a lot of shit some of you got to go to work through. So this is why, no joke, like if you're getting on this scale every day, which is a tool and can really be valuable in giving you insight into where your body's at and it's causing you to feel depressed, Go find a therapist. I am all about therapy. I'm going to have therapy for my whole family over here. Do you know what I mean? Like how, what I'm trying to do here is to, to talk about things that bring up feels, to bring up aha moments. The program is designed also to bring up feels. It's designed to you to recognize your issues and associations. It's designed to help you work through your beliefs. It's designed to help you create new habits, hence the structure of what we're doing in the program, right? But just make no mistake, like going to see your doctor for physical ailments, going to see a therapist can be just as there like just as beneficial very therapeutic works hand in hand with this program this process some of you it isn't the food and the water it's what's happening in your brain it's the stress and getting in your own way and sabotaging and the feels and the trauma and the stuff you got to work through do you know what I mean and I can only help so much with that so so definitely getting the support that you need across the board is so beneficial um 
Good morning. Hi, Beth. I'm the first time on your program. Loving working with you in your community. So helpful. I've been a long time of yo-yo dieting. Keep shining, everyone. I, you know, this is so great because it is the community. It's, we, we know that working and being surrounded and feeling supported helps people reach their weight loss goals. You know what I mean? And some people I know have a lot of friends and family who are here, and that's so, so fun and such a party. I also know some people live with a bunch of people and still feel really alone in their lives, and some people really are alone in their lives. And that's why it's really important. I'm going to talk about something before I go, um, that this is a very safe, positive space for everyone. It's a safe, positive space for you to ask the questions that you need to ask. Now, there also is needs to be a safe, positive space for myself and my team. So I don't really have, there's a nice way to ask everything. Do you know what I mean? And, and we do understand that this can bring up a lot of feels and the process can be frustrating, but we're all just waking up every day, myself and my team included, just trying to live our best lives. And this is, we're all working towards a common goal. We're all kind of doing the same thing in order to get there, right? So I, I absolutely love our community. If you are not following us over on Instagram or using hashtags Livy Losers, like you may not know anyone in the program personally, you're gonna get to know people. Um, our, our members are so great. Go find them on Instagram. Follow follow the Livy Losers who are sharing their journey, and there's great conversations that are happening over there. I have my Instagram page, Gina Livy, which we talk about the program. I share tips, which I need to do more of, by the way, which I want to get back at doing. Um, I shared I share a lot of tips in my stories, not so much on my main page, but I'm going to work on that. But our Livy Loser, we have a whole Livy Loser um, Instagram page, which is content by our Livy Loser. So it's all original content from the people doing the program. It's so fucking inspirational. It's my new favorite thing, honestly. That and my maintenance group. We also have a new one for our maintenance group. It's Finally and Forever Club. So we just started that up yesterday. If you search uh, Livy Losers, you'll find that Instagram page or tag or follow. Just search up and you'll find people who are actually doing the program and sharing. Um, and, um, and also we have our Finally and Forever Club, which is new. So that's for our maintenance people. We're trying to separate that vibe and conversation because, you know, people who have reached their goals, they're having a whole different kind of conversation over there which is really cool as well so um well this group uh this well this is the group where i hit the plateau ah trudy my first two programs i lost 50 pounds and now i've been at the same for the last 15 days with the exceptions of 0.4 ups and down my time has come for my plateau my sister did notice that i look different so i think my body is solidifying the weight that i've lost and changing the way yeah someone did a care thing this is not a care thing this is a fucking right yeah awesome. Do you know what I mean? You can't lose 50 pounds and see that scale just go down, 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 down. At some point, Trudy's body is going to have to take time to solidify the weight that she she's lost. She wants that. She needs that. It's so important. Now, that doesn't mean that following the program is for nothing. Her body, no doubt, is changing. If the scale isn't dropping, your body is going to be changing like crazy. It's amazing. Take photos. Take photos. Measurements, your body changes and transforms. Take photos. That's why we suggest you take a photo each week because you're going to be able to see the difference. Sometimes when we see ourselves every day, we don't notice the difference, but other people will let us know. Oh, my God, you look amazing. You're like, what? I haven't even lost any weight yet. It's not even working. You know, and they're like, well, you look good. It looks like it's working. You know, so take those photos. And that's how it is. So for Trudy, this, this program isn't not working for her. Her body is focused on other things right now. No doubt, if she has more weight to lose, her body will continue to drop. Her body is taking the time. This is what happens when you do back to back to back. It's also why it's beneficial to do back to back to back. Because while Trudy is on that plateau, her body is leveling up. She's continuing to be more in tune. No doubt, Trudy's working through some feels right now. No doubt, she's not super happy with being on a plateau. So she is working through feels. Maybe she's doubting, even though she's lost 50 pounds. Can she really do this? Is this going to happen to her? What if this is where she stays? What if she can't lose any more weight? I know this is probably what the feels and the thoughts and stuff she having. 
course you can lose more weight. If you've got more weight to lose, you can lose that. This is not your weight. This is not, doesn't mean nothing. This is your body just solidifying your weight. Keep showing up. Keep doing all the things. This is what I mean, right? Each different, each program is a different experience. Your body already spent that much time losing that much weight. Now your body has to solidify that weight. Your scale will move again. And this is why you got to reconcile and work through the feels of that, right? Which is, this is why it's so much more than just what you eat. And you know what I mean? Eating when and moving your body, eating less and exercising more. It's so much more than that. Awesome, Trudy. I love that. I love that. On your way, one step. This is touching you one step closer to your finally and forever. That's what this is doing. Embrace that plateau. You want that plateau. Hi, Linda. Uh, Lydia, I found out I was pregnant in the first two weeks of my first program last May. Now on now on round, my baby boy was born la- this past Sunday. Oh, I love that. I'm having a really hard time with feeling absolutely ravenous in the middle of the night while nursing. But I feel like I keep reaching for the wrong things. I'm hoping as my milk becomes established, this will pass. But the, in the meantime, any suggestions on what I could do in the night other than water? Uh, also happy to report six days postpartum and all pregnancy weight is gone. Love this. So, um, we do have a pros. We have, we have many people do the program while pregnant, while trying to get pregnant, um, nursing babies, the program is losing weight in a healthy way. There's no reason why you can't lose weight in a healthy way. Um, and still, um, you know, grow a nice healthy baby. There's no reason why you can't nurse a baby and with all the healthy foods and water and plan provide um, a plentiful milk reserve for your baby. So, couple things. Make sure you're drinking enough water because I know this happened to me when I was nursing and it wasn't, it was that hunger. It was like thirst, right? I was just thirsty. My God. Um, cause especially if you're nursing, you need a lot more water than you possibly think that you need drink more water and then even drink more water. Um, make sure that you are also making, you know, hitting your meals and snacks. Don't skip breakfast, right? That's really important. Really indulge in the nutrient rich part of it. Making sure that you're not drinking enough water, but also adding trace minerals and, and sodium to, to the mix. Make sure you're eating to satisfy satisfaction, right? Don't try to eat less, eat to satisfaction. The problem is, is that you're awake in the middle of the night, just like I talked about hunger, right? So you're awake. And so your body's like, oh, you're awake and you're really awake. And you might want to think about eating, right? And it's also really in tune to your body's needs. So you might feel the need to eat. Now, do not not eat. If you feel like you need something to eat and you've assessed your situation, what was my situation? Did I, so maybe you skip breakfast that day. Right? Maybe you 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 skipped a couple of meals and snacks by whatever. Right? Maybe you, maybe whatever happened. If you're hungry, eat something. Right? Like we never want anyone to go to bed starving, deprived. Like hungry, recognizing those signals. Yes. Also, you can be really hungry in the evening, especially before your weight is about to drop. So so um, what would you want? Nuts and seeds would be way too hard to digest because if you're really hungry in that moment, if you ate nuts and seeds, they take about an hour and a half to to process and digest. So they're not they're not going to be any of use to you. Chances are you'll be back to sleep again by the time those nuts are of any use to you. Um, fruit, fruit would be okay. It's going to get you that high sugar hit. Probably will prevent you from sleeping though. Um, maybe some milk, maybe some, maybe it's, maybe it's like some more milk. If you drink milk, you might want to like a glass of milk. Um, uh, maybe a little bit of oatmeal that has a little bit of those carbs with those slow burn carbs. Like they're not hitting you. Like, uh, maybe some oatmeal with a little bit of fat in it would be, would be good. Um, avocado, something like that would be good. Process a little bit quicker in the body. Um, you don't want anything that spikes your sugar levels too high. You don't want anything that takes, is too hard to digest. Like Vegetables are not it because vegetables are too hard to digest. They take about 90 minutes to process and digest as well. So you wouldn't want those. Um, maybe a little bit of cereal, some sprouted love. If you got some sprouted love, um, which is like a, a, a cereal grain mix, um, seed mix, sorry, um, something like that. A little bowl of sprouted love would would help. Maybe pre-make some oatmeal. Maybe 
pre-soak some oatmeal, you know, overnight oats, and then we have a couple spoonfuls of some overnight oats. Um, that might really help. Did that help? No, I know that was a lot of things I threw at you. I got to go. My time is up. Uh, I really should be sticking to a half hour with these. Um, I'm going to make sure I do that. I got my egg timer. I'm the worst. You know what I mean? I'm sure we can have really meaningful conversations in a in a, in a time that's not going to take up all your your whole day. Um, but I love this conversation. I could honestly talk about weight loss forever. I'm I'm here for it. I, keep, I hope that you keep showing up for it. I hope that you keep asking all the questions. I know I didn't get to a lot of them. Pop them over on the question of the day page. That we, do not, we do not provide... Um, written responses. Sometimes I do. I can't help myself. Someone's like, ask a question after the fact. I'm like, oh, and I think that you're new. So maybe you don't know where to ask the question. So sometimes I do pop in an answer, but that's really few and far between. So if you have, if you're, if you're watching the video and you're in the group and you have a question and you're listening and you're in the group or have access to the group and you have a question, pop over to the question of the day page. The team will answer it over there. Um, have an amazing day, everyone. Uh, have an amazing weekend. Be sure to check out those science posts. If you are not in the group, they are accessible over on our, our website as well. Um, um, tomorrow, I'll pop into the group for the guidelines. You can read them in the book um, as well. They're also in the app if you want to check them out ahead of time. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing weekend. And I'll check in later. Bye. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.